Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call it Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call with your home improvement question, your do-it-yourself dilemma. The number is one eight 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 money pit Happy summer, everybody. It's a great time to get outside and tackle some of those projects that are going to make your place a little more enjoyable all summer long. And we are here to help you out. The number is one eight 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 money pit Got to help yourself out first and pick up the phone and call us. Come Coming up this hour, we're going to talk about fire safety at home. We're going to have some tips on using your windows as a means of egress in case of an emergency. You know, many windows out there just won't work if the unthinkable ever occurred. We're going to tell you how to make sure that yours will. And also ahead, we've got your decor du jour, a quick and easy decorating tip that's going to help you create an upholstered headboard. And later this hour, we're going to have tips on how you can improve your home's curb appeal, cut energy costs, and improve your home security starting right at the front door. And speaking of curb appeal, this hour, we're giving away a battery-powered trimmer edger from Works to one lucky caller. This garden tool has got no cords, no gas to worry about, so it's going to be super quick and easy to trim and edge your yard. So pick up the phone, give us a call right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? Roberta in Minnesota, welcome to the Money Pit. What's going on at your house? Well, I have a sanitary sewer, and I was just wondering, instead of using harsh chemicals to clean it out, like with the tree roots and stuff, what could I use? Do you know, Roberta, that you do have tree roots in those pipes? Years ago, there was. I got okay. a maple tree out in front of the yard. And so do you suspect that there still is, or you just want to do something preventatively? To preventively. Well, you don't want to use chemicals for that either. What you would want to do is snake it out. That's something that a professional uh, could do for you, like a, a you know, roto-rooter or something of that nature, um, because you can't put enough chemicals in that pipe to kill those roots, believe me. It, it's a mechanical repair. You have to run a snake down there, and it grabs the roots, and it pulls it out. Now, if you're just concerned about whether the pipe is in good shape or not, another thing that could be done is a camera inspection. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these plumbers are fully equipped today to run camera lines down the those pipes and they can actually see the inside of it and if it turns out that you need any kind of a repair there's also a way to kind of repair it from the inside out without even digging it up 
So the technology has gotten a lot smarter uh, for examining, maintaining, and repairing uh, those sewer lines as they go from the house to the street. So there's nothing put in there to get rid of, like, the toilet paper and stuff that's in there? No, not, that would not be something I would recommend. And, in fact, if you don't have a problem with it, I wouldn't mess with it. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Jeremy in Missouri has a flooring question. What can we do for you today? Yes, ma'am. Um, my wife and I, we've just purchased our first home. And hey, congratulations. We, yeah, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's been a fun ordeal. And <laughs> we, we just spent uh, really the whole last couple days um, painting almost every room in the house. And okay. we had our in-laws come and help with us, which was great. The only downside is uh, not everyone was as careful about um, splatter and cracking paint around. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, what, I was wondering, what is the best way to get like a latex paint up off of a hardwood floor without ruining the finish or doing anything like that? Because the whole house is just gorgeous hardwood floors. And you've never so. heard of the term drop cloth? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's something called uh, uh, people track, stepping it and tracking it around the house. So. Yay! I love yeah, a shoe so print. We had it where, where I thought we needed it, but it didn't get everywhere else. So. Uh, what I think you could do is you could use a scotch pad. You'll find uh-huh. that the latex paint doesn't stick real well to the, to the uh, finish, the clear finish on the hardwood floors. So if you use like a Scotch Bright, like one of those green pads, it's like you know a Scotch Bright pad on one side and a sponge on the other. Mm-hmm. Sure, it will probably rub that paint right off. Yeah, you might okay. need to dip it into some water and even some like dish soap or something. You might have to do it a couple of times. Yeah, but it should come off and it shouldn't um, have a mm-hmm. bad effect on the finish. You can okay, also sure. um, that at all. yeah, you can also take like a credit card or a plastic putty knife or something like that and actually scrape it off too. Yeah, and there's okay. um, you know, goof off or like goo gone those products that are used to get rid of like stickers when you peel something off sure. of glass. There's sure. actually goo gone makes one that's called the Painter's Pal. Which sort of just disintegrates like the latex paint splatter and not harm the hardwood floor. You could try that. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, well, thank you all very much. Appreciate your help. You're welcome, Jeremy, and good luck with that house. Call us on your next project, okay? <laughs> all right, will do. <laughs> all right, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. You can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, it's time for Decor Du Jour. We're going to give you a quick and easy decorating tip for creating a very nice upholstered headboard after this. Money Pit. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by the Works GT. The revolutionary trimmer edger that's fully adjustable, runs on rechargeable battery power, and weighs less than a gallon of milk. See the Works GT in action at FreelineForLife.com. Where home solutions live. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call. The number is one money pit We're talking staycation solutions this hour, presented in part by Works, makers of battery-powered garden tools. One caller we talked to this hour is going to win the Works GT Trimmer Edger Combo. It's rechargeable battery, makes gas and cords a thing of the past. The best part, you can get free replacement string spools for life. Call us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT for your chance to win. And check out FreelineForLife.com for more info on the Works GT Trimmer Edger Combo. 
All right. And if you're giving us a call to discuss decorating ideas, then we have got a great tip for you because it is now time for your decor du jour this hour. Now, here is a very cool way that a new or vintage upholstered folding screen can make a unique and beautiful headboard. If you've got one that is in beautiful condition, then go ahead and fully open the screen so it lies flat against your wall. And then what you can do is just attach it to the wall either by using a cleat behind it and attaching it to the cleat or screwing it directly into the wall however will least disrupt that beautiful fabric on whatever upholstered screen you've got then that is the way to do it and push your bed against it if you like to look at your screen in an accordion fashion pull your bed away from the wall a little bit then you can fold that screen in any sort of accordion style tight or wide whatever works for that type of screen you've got if you are doing an accordion fashion you might need two to sort of cover the distance especially if you've got a king size bed so sort of work with what you've got and see how it'll look against your bed now if you happen to be at a vintage store and you see a great secondhand one but it's kind of in need of new style fabric is so easily changeable just measure it out get the proper yardage remember fabrics usually 54 inches wide and you can apply that fabric with a regular t50 stapler you know one of those handheld jobbies you can go ahead and just attach your fabric and then if that just seems a little boring for you pick up beautiful upholstery tacks they're available in chrome they're available in brass with texture shiny however you like it and then you can just put it around the edges of each panel or you can make great scrolly patterns let your imagination and your creativity guide you because once you are done this is a truly amazingly beautiful and unique project for your money pit and more decor du jour tips are available online right now at moneypit.com 888-666-3974 let's get back to the phones leslie who's next kim in new hampshire welcome to the money pit what's going on at your money pit today Hi, um, I have a closed-in porch, but um, it's attached to a mobile home, but it's not really attached. Okay. It's like one roof, but... So the roof connects the two pieces, but the main body of the porch is not connected. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we have to keep lifting it up um, every couple of years mm-hmm. because it's on cement blocks right now with the... And they keep, what, sinking in the soil? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because it doesn't have a foundation. So um, that's not uncommon. Is there like a, a more permanent yeah, way Yeah, if to... you had um, the ability to dig down into the soil there, and you would want to get at least, uh, if you could, possibly three feet below the soil, okay. and you poured some concrete footings, and then you had a column that went down right to that, that would support it without moving. Because it's on top of the soil, with rain and everything, it's going to continue to move. Okay. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Marshall in North Carolina is looking to clean the exterior of his money pit. How can we help? Yes, I have pressure washed my house, and it seems like every time I turn around, I've got to redo it. It's just get, as the years go by, it gets green quicker and quicker. Okay. And I have been told by someone that they had sprayed some armor all with some mixed it with water or something. I don't, can't imagine mixing water with it. But mixing it and spraying the house with armor all to help it stay cleaner longer and look better. Interesting. Hmm. Never heard that one. But when you are spraying it, are you using a mildicide? Like bleach or Joe Max or anything like that? I'm using the combination of Joe Max and, and Clorox. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we hit the nail on the head bleach. with that one. Yeah. Huh. Um, now, the area that you're where you have your house is very, very shady, Marshall? No. Believe it or not, it's not. Not. Do you have a lot of mulch around the outside of the house? Well, I've got pine straw around the outside. I don't have actual hardwood mulch or anything or bark. 
Well, sometimes you get uh, you you actually get a fungus in those in the mulch that contributes to this problem, which is the reason I asked the question. But I've never heard of using armor all for this, although I, I guess it makes your house really shiny. And slippery. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what they were saying, but and I had never heard of it either, but I can't no. remember now who told me about it. Um, but someone had told me that they had used it, and I didn't know if maybe you all had heard anybody say No, but we, can't, we can, no. Not, we can neither point. confirm nor deny that rumor, Marshall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. right. Well, it was worth a shot. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Marion, Wisconsin is joining us on the Money Pit to talk about venting in the kitchen. How can we help you today? Um, I remodeled my kitchen three or four years ago. And okay. every winter, it gets very cold here. And so the if I open that microwave above the stove, and there's also the, um, um, the fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The exhaust fan to the outside, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I open the door. It's left if I open the door to the outside. Wow! There's supposed to be a a damper on the outside of the exhaust vent door that seals shut. Damper, okay. Yes, and it's it's almost has like a weather stripping kind of thing on it. And if it's not sealed right, or if it's stuck in the open position, it will feel like you've opened the door to the outside because you have opened the door to the outside. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So So I would take a look outside the house, Mary. You know, maybe you get somebody to turn the fan on and off, go outside the house and see if you can see that damper opening and closing and sealing tightly. Sometimes the springs get weak and they just sort of get lazy and sort of flop open. Mm -hmm, And not close completely. Well, it's vented into the ceiling. I mean, this is the side with the garage on it. Well, well, but it has to exhaust somewhere. And wherever it's exhausting is where I think that you may be getting the cold air in. Okay. Okay. So find out where it's exhausting. And take a look Thank there. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome, Mary. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Sandra, in Utah possibly has a mold situation. Tell us about what's going on and what you think's happening. I looked, um, it's a bathroom in my basement, and I looked underneath the sink. I was getting some stuff out, and I noticed down in the bottom right-hand corner there was some black starting to come up on the back side of the wall. Uh, there's a good chance that that's Stachybotrys, which is a potentially toxic mold. So what we would recommend that you do is to mix up some bleach and water solution and spray it. That will kill the mold, and then you could clean it, but you need to take respiratory protection so that you don't breathe in the spores as you're doing this. Now, the second thing that you really should do is ventilate that space. Um, And so if this is a bathroom cabinet that it's occurring in, you might want to put some vents in there. You could use like a louvered-style vent or something in in a less conspicuous uh, place perhaps on the side. Try to get some air in there because the combination of everything is, is allowing this to grow. Would, do you think there could be mold underneath it against the wall? Well, it's possible, but it sounds like a very small amount right now, so I wouldn't get too panicked about it. I just wouldn't let it grow anymore. Do you only need to spray it once? Yeah, saturate it, not too wet, you know, and let it sit for 15, 20 minutes, and then you can clean it off. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now we're going to talk to Shannon in Alabama, who's dealing with condensation on the windows. What's going on? Um, yes, I have uh, six windows in my house that uh, they're vinyl uh, double pane windows that mm-hmm. are uh, getting condensation down around the bottom of the window between the wood and the actual vinyl itself and around the center section where the two windows meet. And um, it, it's only on 
uh, two sides of my home, and I didn't know if it may have been a uh, insulation problem with the windows or what. I really didn't know. Shannon, did you say that these are thermal pane windows? They're two panes thick, or they're single pane? Two pane, yes. They're two pane. And is the condensation inside between the panes, or is it on one side or the other? It's on the inside of inside of the home. That is, it's not in between the pane. That sounds to me like those insulated panes are not working. Because if they were, you wouldn't have the temperature differential that you do. It's causing the condensation. You see, if that insulated pane, that thermal pane, was working properly, then that would be a fairly warm surface. And if you had warm, humid air that touched the chilly surface, for example, in the winter, it would condense. But if it's insulated properly, that wouldn't happen. How old are the windows? The windows are, it was, the home was built in 2004. Hmm. Um, let me guess, is it happening on the north and the east sides? Uh, yes, I believe it is. And that's because those are the coldest sides of your house. And so you have more temperature change there. I see. So I would say that your first step is to try to reduce indoor humidity any way you can. And the second thing is try to figure out if those windows are still under warranty, because I'm telling you, something's not right with those thermal panes. It should not be happening. Okay. I appreciate it. Jerry in North Carolina, how can we help you today? I have a basement that is damp, and I want to put dry lock on the concrete block walls down there. The previous owner had painted it. Okay. Do you have a... Some sort of a recommendation as to getting that paint off of the wall? Well, a couple of things you can do. First of all, the reason you have a damp basement needs to be addressed, and putting a water-resistant paint or sealer on the walls is not the only way to address it. It's like the last step, actually. Yeah, it is. The very last step. It's not the first step. But, you know, what you're doing, Jerry, is not that unusual. Most people want to try to seal those walls as if they could eventually allow your house to float, but that ain't going to happen. So what you want to do is look outside and look at the grading and the drainage around that foundation perimeter. You want to make sure that the soil is sloping away from the walls on all sides. And then the other thing you want to do is look at the gutter system. Make sure it's clean, it's free-flowing, and it's moving the water away from the house. Now, that doesn't mean dumping it into the two-foot-long splash block that's typically at the corners of everybody's house. If you have a damp basement problem, you need to put extensions on those leaders and get them out away from the house. Now, if you've done those things, that's going to reduce the volume of moisture. Back to your paint question, I would simply suggest that you wire brush to get the loose paint off so you don't have any flaking paint, and then you prime the walls with an oil-based primer. The primer is designed to stick to the raw concrete. It's designed to stick to the old paint. It'll give you a neutral surface, and then you could put a top coat over that. But I would follow those steps in that order. Start outside, then work to the inside, and I think if you do those both, you're going to find that place to be a lot drier moving forward. Okay, well, I thank you very kindly. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. Speaking of which, you know, a new door is a great solution because it can give your house a whole new look. It can cut energy costs and it can increase your home's value. We're going to have the tips to help you pick the best door for your home next. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue Doors, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Install a new energy-efficient Thermatrue door today and qualify for up to a $1,500 tax credit. To learn more, visit thermatrue.com slash tax credit. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And it has never, ever been a better time to think about making an energy-saving improvement to your house and 
That improvement could be replacing your front entry door with a more energy efficient choice. You know, the tax credits that are available now are making it a total financial win-win situation for homeowners. All you need to do is pick the right door. You're going to get great energy savings and you're going to increase your curb appeal and you're going to decrease your heating and cooling bills. Uh Uh-huh. But how do you know exactly which door is the right door for your house? You know, there's so many choices out there. Actually narrowing down your options could be a huge problem for you. You kind of get stuck. Well, thankfully, Thermatru offers a variety of entry doors to enhance virtually any type of architectural style your home might have. So we've got Ashley Lum with us to offer us some tips on picking a door and making it an absolute painless process. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So it really does seem like a very daunting choice. There's so many options out there. I understand you guys have a really great tool that makes this process completely painless for homeowners. Yes, we do. Um, a good place to start to determine is to determine your home's architectural style. Um, for example, this could be ranch, Victorian, craftsman, whatever it may be. You want to pick an entry door and a decorative glass that's going to complement that particular style. Um, we have a great online tool called Door Designer, and that allows web visitors to kind of visualize what thermature door systems would look like on a home scene with the various architectural styles. Okay, so you choose your style, be it colonial or ranch or whatever, and then you can basically place the door on there. So you're going to find a style that's very similar to your own and get a sense as to what this door can do for that particular style house. Makes sense. Yes, that's correct. But I find that, you know, a lot of people get stuck. Have you have you had much success with this tool? Are a lot of people coming back to you saying, you know what, I was stuck between two doors and really having this visualization of what the after product would look like helped me make the absolute perfect choice for my house? Absolutely. We give a list of preferred um, thermature products and what we think would look good. And then we also give you options um, of some other ones and you can kind of play with them and see which one looks best. So it's nice to be able to visualize first before you make that big purchase. That is real important. You know, I have to say there are so many times that I've approached a client with, you know, a final design for whatever I'm doing, the exterior, interior of their house, and they just can't get beyond, you know, imagining what it's going to look like. The more visual clues and keys and items that you have for people to look at, the much easier it is for everybody to feel comfortable making this sort of decision. Absolutely. Talk to us about choosing the door material. Now, you guys have fiberglass doors. What are the advantages of fiberglass over, say, a steel door or a wood door? And can a fiberglass door really look as nice, say, as a wood door? Absolutely. Our fiberglass doors um, give the authentic wood graining um, that doors have, and then they won't rock, crack, or split like wood, and they can withstand quite a wide range of temperatures and weather elements, and they won't warp like steel doors. You know, which is really fantastic, and especially as we're getting into summer season and warmer weather is approaching, you know, it seems like a good idea, even though we're in the warmer months, to think about energy-efficient choices, especially with our doors and sealing off our envelope. What are some of the incentives, and do Thermatru qualify? Do our doors qualify for these tax credits that are so ample out there right now? Yes. Um, Our fiberglass entry doors are Energy Star qualified, which means they're offering about five times installation of wood. And then they're also, um, virtually all of our products are qualifying for this tax credit. Um, As a result of the economic downturn, they came up with the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. And this was designed to provide incentives for homeowners to make energy efficient home improvements. So as a result, homeowners can get a tax credit of 30% of the product cost, which is up to $1,500 for improvements made now through 2010. 
Man, that's a great deal. 30% of the cost of the <laughs> that's product. That's a good amount of money. Uh, courtesy of, of the federal government. I'm starting to think about what what improvements I need in my house right now. <laughs> just so that I could, uh, I mean, if I'm going to spend the tax money anyway, I might as well get the, a 30% discount out of it by improving my house at the same time. It makes a lot of sense. So, Ashley, it sounds like uh, the place to start is with the online tool, the designer tool. You choose your, your house style. You can you can pick the door that, that works best. Then you want to make sure that that door qualifies for the tax credit, uh, which most do. And you can enjoy the, the energy efficiency and the durability and the beauty of a fiberglass door and uh, really add some value to your house. Absolutely. And Thermature, we do have on our website um, a list and a chart of all of our qualifying products. And like I said, virtually all of them qualify. So this is a great opportunity for homeowners to take advantage of. Wow, that's great. It couldn't be easier. Good tips. Ashley Lum from Thermature, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you. Well, we all know that doors are a great entry and exit point at your Money Pit. But what if you have to use your window as an exit, say, in the event of an emergency like a fire? Well, we're going to tell you what not to do to your windows and how to stay safe. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. The Money Pit is brought to you by Citrus Magic, the 100% natural odor-eliminating air freshener. Unlike other air fresheners, Citrus Magic actually eliminates odors and lasts up to four times longer. Visit CitrusMagic.com for more information. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should give us a call right now. We have got all of your home solutions covered right here at the Money Pit. Now, one lucky caller that we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a great prize from our friends over at Works. We've got a battery-powered trimmer-edger combo. Now, you're going to get longer run times with these batteries without the hassle of extension cords or those messy gas engines that need a ton of maintenance. And the best part, you are going to get free trimmer line replacement spools for life. Head on over to freelineforlife.com. You'll get all the information there. But you should pick up the phone right now and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Okay, it's time to talk about a kind of serious subject, and that is, in case of emergency, would you know how to use your windows for a quick exit? You know, if a door is not safe to exit through, say because it's blocked by fire, you need to open a window to exit onto a roof or to use an escape ladder. You don't want to break the glass of the window because it could cause serious injury. Make sure doors and windows with security bars have an emergency release device as well, and practice opening your windows with your kids so that they'll know what to do if it becomes necessary to escape during a fire. I also want to talk about those emergency ladders that folks have for escaping a fire. I actually took a fire training class once as part of a television project Mm -hmm. that we were doing. And I got to tell you, when they fill that room with smoke, and in our case, they were using sort of a test smoke, you could still breathe. But to try to find that escape ladder, if it's not right there at the window, sort of attached to the wall absolutely totally impossible you can barely find your way to the window let alone find that ladder so if you're relying on that it better be mounted to the wall right now because you're never going to be able to drag it out from under your bed or your closet wherever you keep it in the event of fire there's just not enough time to do that all right now if you've got windows in your money pit that you've accidentally painted shut or they don't work properly you are really putting your family at risk here you know there's never been a better time to think about replacing your windows because there are so many federal tax credits available and they are being offered on energy efficient styles so you really have a wonderful opportunity to get a brand spanking new window that's going to keep your family safe 
and help you save some energy dollars. Now, we've got all the details in a bonus chapter of our new book, My Home, My Money Pit. And that chapter is available for free right now at moneypit.com, thanks to our friends over at Simonton Windows. And if you head on over to moneypit.com, you can download your complete replacement window guide for free at moneypit.com. But you need to do it quick before Tom changes his mind, because he doesn't really like to give things away, in case you haven't (laughs) noticed. We give prizes away every hour. (laughs) Actually, I love to give this information away, because it's never been a better time to do a home improvement project that's going to save you energy at the same time because the government's paying for a third of it. I mean, they're giving you a 30% tax (laughs) credit. So go download the free window guide, your complete window replacement guide at moneypit.com. Tackle this project. It is one you absolutely will not regret. And you know what? If you have any questions about the tax credit, there's a great website that you can head to, which really sorts it all out. If you go to simonton.com slash tax credit, it could not be more spelled out for you. You get all the details there. 888-666-3974. Let's get back to the phones. Now we're going to talk air conditioning with Gordon in North Dakota, and apparently his wife is joining us on the line as well. Welcome, Gordon and wife. Okay, we have a, uh, a wall unit that was installed quite a few years ago by Amana. And my question is, I would like to replace a unit in there, but I understand Amana is no longer, and they tell me at the uh, appliance store that not every unit will fit in the holding box that's in the wall now. Maybe you could help me to find an air-conditioned unit that would fit in this wall unit box now without removing it. Gordon, I'm actually not aware that Amana is out of business, and in fact, they still have a website that would indicate to the contrary. Uh, And in fact, I do see that through the wall, air conditioners from Amana are still available. Now, we don't know if the one that they have available, it seems only to be one 26-inch model, is going to be the same size as what you have right now. But perhaps it would be. Maybe you'll get lucky. If not, what I would do is I would look for one that's as close as possible to the existing sleeve size um, without being bigger because it's easier to put a smaller unit into that opening. You may need to get a new sleeve, but you could trim it out and, and flash it so it doesn't leak. The website for Amana is amana-ptac.com, and they could probably direct you further. Okay. I appreciate the information, and thank you very much. Dorothy in Illinois, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Uh, Yes. I was basically calling about a problem I'm having in my dining room. I'm living in a home that is about 65 years old, and I decided that I hated the wallpaper in the dining room and thought that I would just remove the wallpaper. I just didn't realize the problem I was going to get into. Uh, first of all, I had to go through seven layers of wallpaper. Wow. Once I got all the wallpaper off, I realized that as I was taking the final couple layers off, okay. actually what was underneath that I thought was drywall is actually plaster. Hmm. Do you know if the plaster is on uh, wood lath? Yes, it's on wood lath. Wow. And pieces of the plaster have fallen off with the wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that now doesn't I have surprise these me. holes... And my concern is, how do I repair the holes so that I can paint or re-wallpaper? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to obviously have to repair the plaster, and the best way to do that is with a plaster mix. You can use spackle, but if you got real plaster and mixed it up, it's probably going to adhere better mm-hmm. 
than the spackle would to the old plaster. Is there any prep that needs to be done to the edge of this, you know, tear in the plaster, if you will, to make sure that it's susceptible? I, I would probably, because you don't know what's on that surface, I'd probably sand it a little bit as a final step before mm-hmm. I patched it. But here's a really important step after you get it all patched up. I would recommend mm-hmm. that you prime the entire wall with a good quality oil-based primer, not a water-based, but an oil-based primer, because that's going to seal that in. You're going to have different levels of porosity on that wall. Some's going to be more absorbent than others. And if you don't prime it, you're going to find that the paint on top of that is not going to have an even finish. Okay. So repair it with plaster and then prime it and you'll be good to go. We are going to help a listener who is looking to expand closet space because clearly, as we Americans love to do, this person has accumulated far too much stuff. So we're going to give Joan and Lido Beach a hand storing all of those fantastic fashion finds I'm sure she's got. So stick around. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, if you are thinking about having a nice, wonderful summer vacation, but you don't have any budget for this expensive vacation that you are dreaming about in your mind grapes, well, how about a staycation? You know, you can enjoy a fantastic getaway in your own backyard, or you can take time off to improve your biggest investment. Now, we've got all of your staycation solutions right now at moneypit.com slash staycation. And while you're at MoneyPit.com, head on over to the Ask Tom and Leslie section and send us an email just like Joan did from Lido Beach, New York. Joan says, I would like to build a closet in my unfinished attic. The furnace and the water heater are in the attic. The house is one level bungalow by the ocean. There's a window on each end of the attic. Is there something special I should include. Well, first of all, Joan, um, why are you building this closet? What are we storing in this closet? Are we only storing clothes in the closet? And if that's the case, I'm not quite sure why you actually need to frame a closet for that as opposed to using... Well, maybe she wants like a cedar closet up there. Well, she could, but gosh, with that cedar and that heat, man, I'll tell you, it's not going to be aromatic for for very long. (laughs) Whatever you put up there, Joan, has to be something that can store in an unconditioned space. Um, If you put anything up there that you don't care that could freeze in the winter or get super hot in the summer and melt, that's not a good choice for it. Because basically, this is unconditioned space, attic or not, enclosed or not. This is still an unconditioned, unheated, uncooled space. So you can build it. I would be very careful not to damage the structure in any way. Be careful not to cut the rafters, not to cut the floor joist, but to simply frame in around what is there in order for you to create this space. But again, it's still going to be unconditioned even if it's a closet, so just be careful what you what you store there. All right, David in Missouri needs some help finding a tankless water heater and he wants to know which one we think is pretty good. Well, there's lots of good ones out there. We've had uh, personal experience with Renai tankless water heaters, excellent brand. Also, Ream, all good name brand tankless water heaters. A great time to install one, by the way, right now, because it'll qualify for a 30% energy efficiency tax credit. So, a uh, great project to tackle right now, David, and the government will help you pay for it. All right, I hope that helps you get your money pit in tip top shape. Well, contrary to popular belief, or at least what your spouse tells you when they don't want to do a home improvement project, they don't all take a long time to accomplish. In fact, (laughs) Leslie and I have identified 30 different 
home maintenance projects that can be done in under 30 minutes. We've listed them all in our book, My Home, My Money Pip. And Leslie's got one tip right now in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Mm -hmm. And in fact, this is a tip that you can read in 30 minutes and actually tackle the chore in 30 minutes, probably for every ceiling fan in your entire house. Because now that we are entering summertime, it is officially the time to change your ceiling fan's direction for summer use. Now you're thinking, what the heck are you talking about? Now, when you look at your ceiling fan, there is a small reversing switch on the side of the motor. It's that little switch that you've probably been looking at wondering, what the heck does this do? Now, in the summer, your fan should pull cooler air up from the floor. And in the winter months, your fan should push warm air down from the ceiling onto you guys, wherever you're relaxing in your money pit. So check your fan, reverse the spin if necessary, and clean those blades every three months because a dusty fan blade really does reduce its efficiency. So take good care of your fan. It will give you a lot of great service all year long. Coming up next time on The Money Pit, if your home is on the market, you've likely got a lot of strangers parading in and out at all times of the day. But how do you know if all of these potential buyers are really on the up and up? We're going to give you some home selling security tips on the next edition of The Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The show continues online right now at moneypit.com. So head on over there or pick up the phone any time of the day or night and call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT with your home improvement question. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.